Hi guys, welcome back to Your Worth More Than a Number, a weekly podcast where I share experiences and advice for people going through recovery, recovered, or just want some encouragement. This week, I'm going to be finishing my three-week series on social media. Today, I'm going to be talking about the food labels and that social media and society have put on food. But before we jump into that discussion, I wanted to just remind you guys that my podcast is now available still on Apple Podcast. And if you ha- didn't know that or if you haven't checked it out, I'll leave it linked down below for you to check it out. And please subscribe because you get it's free and you get a free notification every time I upload so you don't miss an episode. Anyway, let's dive into this. Aha, <laughs> food labels. Where do I even start? Like, oh my goodness, they're everywhere. But I guess just whether you believe it or not, you use and are aware of food labels and they affect what and when and where you eat. And if you're like, no, they don't. Okay. Next time you eat something, ask yourself when you're deciding between two things, when you decide on which you're going to eat, ask yourself, did I get picked that because it was healthier? Did I pick that because it was this? Did I pick that because it's honestly, you probably did. And you just Everyone does it. I do it sometimes. I'm not perfect. Yeah, I may be recovering from an eating disorder, but I'm not perfect. Not at all. But a surprise, surprise, the cherry on top of this Sunday is that social media is the big source of all our food labels. Is that a surprise? Probably not. If you've been following along this three-week series, you probably knew like I was going to bash social media, and it's because it's true. You go throughout every day and you see that desserts and greasy food and processed food is labeled unhealthy. But why? Why is it labeled unhealthy? Because society says it's unhealthy. But in reality, if we're going to say that, that ice cream is unhealthy, you might as well say apples are unhealthy. And you're probably like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you talking about? Apples unhealthy? They're fruit. Fruit's not unhealthy. Yeah, fruit's healthy for you to a point. And that was one of the things I really, really, really had to wrap my mind around. I used to think that all food, not all food, I used to think that fruits and veggies were healthy and that I could eat as much as I wanted of them and everything else was bad. But in reality, every food is unhealthy when you eat it all the time. Our bodies are not made to be consuming just fruits, just veggies, just carbs, just steak, just meat, just dessert. And if you eat too much of anything, it's labeled unhealthy. I had, that was the hard, one of the hardest things for me to wrap my head around. And I still have a hard time with it. Not as much bad. I'm pretty good with it now, but it is a really hard thing to wrap your head around. And that was one of the things that my nutritionist told me is that by, is that every food is unhealthy if you eat it too much. Like every, healthy is considered moderation. And if you eat too much of apples, like if you eat an apple every meal a day, every day, yeah, that's too many apples. It's just as bad as eating ice cream every day, three times a day for all three meals. It's just as bad because you're getting too much of the food in your system. And it's too... Your, your body's not used to, your body doesn't get a chance to change it up. 
And even, but even if you're so against labels and swear you don't use them, like I said at the beginning, I guarantee you do and you don't even realize it. I freaking use them. It's part of our societal culture. Like it's so hard not to use them than it is to use them. Like basically like it is so hard to not tune into them than to tune into them. Wait, that didn't come out right. <laughs> I always get it messed up. It's so hard not it's so hard to tune into them. It's so hard not to tune into them than it is to tune into them. It's easier to li- like read them and follow them than it is to not. Because they're just around you in every way. So once again, how do I fit in this? You're probably asking. Easy. I have used food labels since I was a kid because of TV, movies, and other societal factors. But it didn't really affect me as a child because I didn't really think about that when I was younger. I kind of just like went about my time and ate what I wanted, ate what my mom provided for me, what my parents gave me. I didn't really think about whether it was healthy or unhealthy. Yes, I knew in the back of my head, oh, ice cream and cookies, unhealthy, apples, healthy. But like, I didn't really like focus in on that. But you better believe that when I was in the midst of my eating disorder last year, I thought of it. I would use food labels to decide what I was going to, what I was and wasn't going to eat. I was, and I was going to let them tell me when I could eat and where all of those, where, when, what, and wasn't, and all that jazz, where, what, when I'm going to eat. And I let, and I let them tell me that it's still hard for me because the rituals are ingrained into your head. And they're so hard to remove. It's like habits. Everybody has habits, whether they're good or bad. And if you try to break either one, either it's good or a bad habit, it's hard. It's hard. Because some of the, they become so ingrained in your body and your mind that you do it without even realizing you're doing it. And that's what happened with me with food labels. Is I would just do it. And I would just pick the healthier option just because I was used to it. It just was something that happened to me. It got to the point where I didn't even think about it. Like I was given two options and I would always pick the salad. I would always pick the grilled chicken. I would always pick the fruit. I wouldn't pick the chips or the french fries or the ice cream or anything like that. But the thing is, is that wasn't healthy. My, I, my mind was telling me that I was, and my disorder was telling me that I was picking the healthier option. But in reality, I was eating unhealthily and I was being harmful to my body because I wasn't giving my body the fat that it needed, the carbs that it needed and all that jazz. I was eating too healthy. And yes, that's possible to eat too healthy. But it was so ingrained in my head to follow it that I didn't even know I was doing it. And so when I started with my nutritionist and started beginning to like poke away and chip away at these rituals and try to get rid of them, it was really hard. And there were times where I cried and screamed and was like, I can't do this because it's so hard. But you can do it. You can. 
But you can do it. And it's worth it. Because it's your life. And you don't want to live your life in fear. Or according to a book and a set of rules. No one wants to live their life like that. But I would use these so often. I didn't even know I was using them. And it was so hard for me to remove this ritual. And I've gotten better. There still are things where it's still hard at times. Because I'm not completely recovered. So there still are times where I'm like really struggling. But for the most part, it's gone. But specifics on like what exactly I followed is like I said, I would always choose like the salads or like all the healthy options. And I would also only eat, this is more of a food rule, but I would only eat uh, before, I wouldn't eat after seven. I wouldn't eat two after breakfast after 10. I wouldn't eat lunch after one. It was just kind of these rules and these rituals that I got myself into that I couldn't break because they became so ingrained in my body that I couldn't. It was so hard and I didn't even realize I was doing them like I've been saying this like past two minutes. But it's just you get in these rhythms and ruts where you think you're doing the right thing, which you're not. And throughout these food rules that society places on food, I cut out a lot of food in my life when I was in my eating disorder. And I'm still trying to work some of it back in because I cut out so many different things that I'm still trying to introduce some of the things back in because it was so many. Like I had a whole long list of fear foods, which I I've talked about with you guys a couple podcasts ago. I'll leave that one linked down below. But I had so many things I took out of my life. Basically anything fried, anything chip or not cracker, because cracker in my head was healthier for some reason. But chips and fries and fried chicken and barbecue and mac and cheese and waffles and pancakes and funnel cake, everything fried and everything good. Honestly, I'm a big fruit and veggie lover and I love carbs and I love bread. But let me tell you, I cut out some of the best food in the world for my diet. I cut out freaking French fries. French fries are so good. And I cut out Fried chicken. Fried chicken is so good. There's a place where I'm from that has the best fried chicken in the world. It's called Mickey Tavern. It's so good. And I cut that food out of my life. And I just, because I was so adamant and the disorder was in the driver's seat during this time, I didn't think twice to not eat it. If mom would say, oh, I'm making this for dinner and I didn't, and it was something that I wasn't, that he told me I couldn't eat. I'd say, I'll have something else, and I would make myself something else. That's just what happened, and that's just what went on in my head. And it's because of that I got so ingrained, and that's why I'm still introducing some foods back. There's still some fried foods I haven't tried again because, one, you can't just find funnel cake anywhere. But, two, I also just, there's just been so many I've been trying to work back in. Pizza was one of my big ones. I talked about that a lot in the Fear Foods podcast, that episode, that pizza was one of my biggest fear foods. And I actually just a few, just like a couple weeks ago, my sister was in town and 
here seeing me at college and I hadn't had pizza in a while, but I had like pretty much conquered it back home, but I hadn't had it in a while. And I kept telling myself, oh, I don't like it that much. It's okay. And I kept doing that. And then she was in town visiting me and I decided to have pizza one night for dinner at the dining hall when she came to visit me. And I took a bite of it and I was like, what the actual heck? I love this. Why was I telling myself I don't like it? Why was I lying to myself? Why was I letting the disorder tell me that I didn't like it when I did? Why was I letting him have that power over something I had just conquered when I was at home? Why did I let him one-up me at school? I can't tell you the answer of why I did that, but now that I know and I caught him, I've been really keen to focus in on things he's trying to do, especially this time of year. He's trying to push me and he keeps telling me lies like, oh, don't gain too much weight before you go home because you're going to gang a lot at home because it's Thanksgiving and it's all carbs and all that jazz. And I'm just like, screw you. Like, no, that's not going to happen because it's never once happened to me. You said the same freaking thing last year and it didn't happen. You said the same thing when my sister was in town. It didn't happen. You said the same thing, the same thing, the same thing. Every time something big comes up, you say the same freaking comment and it doesn't change. At It doesn't happen. And so... But that doesn't mean it's not hard to hear those things because I was so ingrained in these food rules and food label rituals that that social media and society tell you and you learn from just growing up in this world that it's still hard when something's yelling at you, when you're doing something, you're, say you're eating French fries and it's telling you, no, you don't eat those. Remember, it's fried. It's bad for you. It's unhealthy. You need to go run now. Do this. Do that. Oh, now you should do 10 more push-ups. It's hard to eat those French fries while that's talking to you because it's like doing two things. that It's two different parts of your mind at once going off. It's like your mind is fighting with each other. But And each week, it's a different thing. But I get stronger and stronger each week as I keep pushing through. And you guys will get stronger too as you keep pushing through and denying those food labels. Stop living your life based off of what society tells you to live. Just because society says cookies are bad to eat doesn't mean they're bad to eat. Just because society says you should eat, be, you should drink a smoothie for breakfast instead of eating something doesn't mean you should do that. Just because society says that there's 500 calories in this thing doesn't mean you shouldn't drink it. Don't even get me started on restaurants putting calories on things. That'll be a whole different episode because let me tell you, I could go on forever about that. I mean, it's basically the same topic. I really could just talk about it in this episode. Um it's like the same thing. Food labels, calories, all the same thing. Why do they have to be put on things by society? All it does is make people feel like they have to follow them. And half the time, they're not even true. And it makes it hard because you see everyone else around you following them, but you feel like you know it's wrong, but it's hard to not follow them if everyone else is following them. You see what I mean? But it's not worth it. 
it's not worth it to live your life by a set of rules like that. Yes, I know that you have like the laws you have to follow and like stuff like your parents' rules and school rules, but I mean like it's not freeing. You're not living if you are every meal following the labels that are placed on foods by society. That's not living. That's surviving. That's getting by. It's not living. That's why it isn't worth it. There aren't food labels, like I said before, because you can't say that eating cookies is un- that cookies are unhealthy, but then turn around and say apples are but then turn around and say dark chocolate's healthy. That doesn't make sense. And it also is encouraging people to eat salads and apples for every day for lunch and dinner and all the meals. When that's good to eat those, but not every meal of every day. Healthy, as my nutritionist would always tell me, is living living and eating in moderation and variety. Eat all different kinds of foods different each day. Yes, it's okay to have some rituals and some regular things you eat. But to not get in a rut and routine of every day you have the same breakfast, lunch, and then you change up dinner or you basically have the same three things every day. Because that's how you tune in to the societal food labels and food rules that are false and lies. Because you're following what they're saying and by eating the same things you might not think like it's bad that you eat the same breakfast and lunch every day but in reality you're not exposing your body to all different kinds of foods that you should be and that's something I still struggle with I'm not going to sit here and say I'm a perfect human being with that no way I still very much struggle with that very much struggle with that but I still, but I'm, I still fight and try to win and try to push down those walls and barriers that he tries to put up and the society tries to put up about food and stuff. Because basically, food labels are crap. They shouldn't exist in this world. They shouldn't be existing. They shouldn't be, this is healthy, this is unhealthy. This is good for you, this is bad for you. This is this many calories, this is another calories. Like, it doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help anyone at all. Whoever you are, you can't honestly sit here and tell me that you all, you lo- you might like salads, but you can't sit here and honestly tell me that you always will, you always are happy with the salad over like the gourmet chicken with pasta you can't honestly tell me that you wish you had you wish you don't wish you had had the chicken and pasta I would it's I read a quote the other day um that Daphne who I um had on my podcast a little while a few weeks ago like a month ago and it was like a girl that's going through a recovery that said 
why I am re- I am reteaching myself to eat in a world that tells you not to eat. Isn't that deep? It's deep. I am reteaching myself to eat in a world that teaches you not to. Because it's true. The world is teaching you not to eat these certain things. It might not be blatantly stating, don't eat this, don't eat, like, don't eat. But it's sort of saying it by telling you what food you should and shouldn't. Because you're not living by not getting a variety of foods. I love that quote. And I have it written on my wall in my dorm room because it's just so true. It's just like the quote, life begins at your comfort zone. It may be scary. Life begins outside. Life begins where your comfort zone ends is what the quote is. Sorry, I said it wrong. And it's so true. You can't live comfortably. Comfortable and living aren't the same thing. Like, you can't keep going the rate you're going if you want to live comfortably. You can't. It's not worth it. It doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help you. You deserve a freeing life from food and anything that's bothering you. Any, everyone does. No matter if you have an eating disorder or not. You, all of us should try to be in tune and not focus on the food labels that our world tells us to. Because they don't help and their lies and social media sucks. I hope you all know that you are loved and there is someone out there that loves you and cares for you and I don't want you to ever forget that especially as we go into the holiday season and I just want you guys to know that I love you and I love that you guys tune into my podcast each week it means so much to me and I want you guys to make it your goal this week to get rid of or begin to get rid of one of your food labels meaning if there's a certain food label or rule that you follow or label a certain food something and you don't eat it try to chip away at that this week and get rid of it just dive two feet into the water and eat it and don't care doesn't mean it's going to be easy but life isn't easy before I go guys I just want you guys to I would ask that you please write, please scroll down and write a review of my podcast just so I love reading them and they really help me know what I'm doing all right and what you guys like about my podcast and maybe what I should do differently. Um, and please subscribe because you get free notifications and it's totally free. It doesn't cost any money. Anyway, guys, I love you guys so much and I will talk to you guys very soon. Bye.